This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Today we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman. Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. Everyone spin around in their chairs. Woo. My headset. Gauntlets up. Whoops, I hit my mic. <laughs> Alright, we're talking about 2017's Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins, starring Gal Gadot. Or Godot, I'm not sure how to say it. Uh, mm-hmm. And Chris Pine. Dreamy. She yes, is. he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're doing it's a Cap- Captain Chris Pine. <laughs> this is a recent movie. I've only seen it once. So this will be weird. I don't know if we've ever done a movie we've only seen once. But uh, here we go. Uh, first thoughts, I liked it. Um, before getting, you know, giving away, but I liked it. And anything else you guys want to talk about before we get in? Uh, I enjoyed it. it. It bodes well for at least part of the DCU, or whatever the hell it's calling itself these days. Yeah. DCEU. Yeah. So, okay, what's your guys' uh, exposure to Wonder Woman? And please don't so... let me expose yourself to someone. Was in uh, Grandma's boy, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman doll <laughs> when he goes to the bathroom. No, it was a Lara Croft knockoff doll. Okay. They couldn't okay. use Lara Croft, but it's like something Raider. Okay. Laura or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vague memories of the uh, Linda Carter '70s Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, but past that, mostly in just animated uh, series. So Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and a few of these spin-off movies. Yeah, The Brave and the Bold. She was good in that too. Is she ever in that? Um yeah, well cuz they had that one one-shot movie first before the TV series, remember? I don't. And they had to get this interdimensional <laughs> like slug potato monster off of Earth. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, I you know, I always liked the character from those the, the Warner Brothers uh, animated shows. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys Plus, ever... their invisible plane was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know her from Super Friends scrapping. and the Linda Carter show. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Super Friends. Super Friends. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I haven't watched well, the new Meanwhile, episode. at the Hall of Doom. Yeah. Uh, Solomon Grundy won pants, too. <laughs> Did you guys read any of the comics? No. no, that that was like one of the that in I guess music to a much lesser extent, uh, were like the two things I was never really nerding out on growing yeah. up. Yeah, and to be fair, when we were kids and reading comics, they really weren't paying that much attention to Wonder Woman. I mean, she still had some good storylines and everything, but it wasn't like now. Like the modern Wonder Woman in comic books, it's awesome. Okay. Very, very good writing. Cool, because I think they have women writing her now, from what I've heard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, in, 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 yeah, in, in early comics, they 
they basically relegated her to like being a secretary. <laughs> it's it's hilarious, but super sexist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they've obviously moved past that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's get into something long overdue, but uh, yeah, all-female-led superhero movie. So, Scott, since this is yours, start us off with number seven. All right, number seven is really my my only complaint, and it's a little nitpicky, but it, it's something that bothers me in uh, superhero movies in general or some action movies, uh, and that's the grunting to win, as I like to call it. Uh, where basically the the hero is is being overwhelmed, and they win just by grunting and trying really hard, like, uh, okay. as opposed to like necessarily out skillfully fighting or outthinking their enemy. A perfect example was in uh, Man of Steel when he defeats the gravity harvesting thing, where he just tries really hard, and that's how he does it. Uh, to be fair, I think Superman invented this mode of fighting, though. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, Hulk, I think, perfected it. Yeah. Or everybody's like, someone gets trapped, and they just, uh, you know, they just get out of it. It's it's kind of lazy. I, I will admit it's a little more nuanced here because they're mixing it in with the whole fighting for love, which, by the way, John Matrix does too. That's uh, fights for love. Fights for love. Uh, but yeah, just the grunting to win. That that always bothers me. It's just super lazy. Uh, almost anything would have been better than that. Like throwing another tank at, throwing spoilers, throwing another tank around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. By the way, spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this episode. Yeah. Okay, bye. That's a good point. We're actually doing a new movie, so yeah, we we will be spoiling <laughs> Wonder Woman. Continue. Okay, number, More tanks. That's that's my that's my seventh grunting to win. Well, when I was a kid, when I used to take showers, I used to pretend like super. I would grunt and like try to push back the water like I was Superman, <laughs> and I would do it. So I like grunting. Yeah, you punch punch the water, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't punch it. I would do like I'm pressing it like Superman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then I would lose, and I'd get wet, and then I'd do it again. <laughs> All right, um, my number seven, and this is a, a nitpick as well. I thought. It's a little too long. Um, I'm trying to find a couple negative things here. So, and that was one yeah, thing. That's 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 valid for almost any movie, but yeah, in this case, yeah. too. it felt that third act kind of drug on. Like the first, yeah, the first half over for the first two thirds were really good with the the stuff on the on their island, and then when her in the trench and all that. But then after that, I can almost not remember some of it. I don't know. I was. My ass was starting to hurt. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Stuff was to, happening. <laughs> to, to add to what you're saying, Jeff, is yeah, the the first part, it was almost silly the way they kind of jumped around once they left the island. They're like, okay, we're here now, and then we're here. Like They didn't even bother with like the Indiana Jones line on the map thing. Mm-hmm. They just basically teleported to wherever it was they were going. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the last act actually shows them going and drags on, so yeah. it's kind of a change of pace. So... Yeah, the last third, the pacing of the last third of the movie was an issue with me, but whatever, I'll take it. For the rest of the movie, it's pretty damn good. So that's my number seven, Alex. Yeah, it's spoiler warning once again, but I really didn't like the. Well, it was a predictable twist, really, at the end. 
or towards yeah, the end. I, I, it's I like everybody's yeah, he's, po- he's popping pills. Oh, this guy has to be Ares, right? Eh, no, it was the guy that you saw 20 minutes into the movie that everybody thought, hey, that's going to be the guy. Well, part, part of my problem was that I knew the actor. I knew he was way too big of an actor to just have this bit part, right? <laughs> well, that alone kind of spoiled it for me. Yeah. But then, yeah, they they didn't do too good of a job to mask it all. Yeah. I didn't know it was that guy. I just knew it wasn't the guy we were supposed to think it was. Yeah, in any case, if you've seen movies for all of your life or even in the past, you know, year, then <laughs> you kind of know that, okay, this guy isn't going to be the main bad guy, at least. Yeah, especially if it's a, it's a god and he has to take pills to get stronger. Like, that was like, what? That doesn't make sense, so... It didn't – well, that one they can get away with a little bit because the backstory of Zeus, like, injuring him so bad that he had to retreat forever, for forever pretty much. Like, okay, maybe this is how he gets his juice back. He needs to steroid up so that wound doesn't affect him. But I guess that wasn't the case oh, <laughs> because he's as fucking powerful as ever. All right, so, so, so that, so that guy – so good. I, was like, I didn't pick up on any of that. I just knew it wasn't that guy. I didn't know who it was. I thought maybe it was the girl, just because I thought maybe they had to have a girl villain with the girl hero. But I, I didn't, because I don't know who that actor is that Scott was talking about. So for me, I didn't know who it was going to be. I just knew it wasn't the guy we were meant, led to meant to believe it was him. So the guy playing the, the Nazi officer also played younger Stryker in the first Wolverine movie. Yep. He was also a Down Syndrome vampire in uh, 30 Days to Dawn. 30 Days of Night? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> 30 Days to Dawn. Mm-hmm. Was that the prequel to 3,000 Miles to Graceland? It is. Jeff's favorite movie. <laughs> Same universe, but, you know, different continent. Um, the guy who played Stryker, did he play Stryker in um, the newer X-Men movies? So there was like a younger guy for that. Yeah, okay, so it's a different guy then. Well, not, not, well this this guy's probably, yeah, this, this guy has to be significantly younger than Brian Cox, but yeah. still way older than the, the guy they got from the first two. He looks like Stifler. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That guy looks like Stifler. <laughs> kind of hard to take him seriously, but uh, yeah, no, no. In this case, uh, Dan- Danny Houston uh, was the the first striker replacement. Okay. All right, uh, Scott, number six. My number six is the setting in World War One. Uh, kind of a nice change of pace from everything being World War Two. Um, e- up till like all the Captain America movies, or the, well, the first Captain America movie, I should say. Uh, but just in general, it seems like still the primary setting for a wartime movie. Uh, so it was it was good to see them go back a little bit. Uh, the the whole trench thing obviously lent itself well to that scene, and then they, it, it was borderline cutesy. The fact that it was called No Man's Land, hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, that was. You know, I, I didn't. That, it doesn't bother me, but uh, you know that that helped out as well. Um, you know, just the level of technology. They didn't have to go crazy with her having to. They didn't have to do dumb shit with her, like blocking missiles and uh, hopping on submarines and shit. So they were able to keep it more, <laughs> more based on, uh, like I said, older technology. Yeah, nothing uh, wrong with so yeah. hopping on submarines, Scott. Indiana Jones did it, and if he there, did it, there is there can. isn't anything wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> within the scope of the movie, although she could probably hold her breath a long, much longer time. 
Yes, yes. I don't know how Indy did it. But anyway, setting World War One. That's my number six. Okay. Um, my number six, and this is the, my last negative, it's the, the beach. Negative. <laughs> the last, uh, or during the beach scene when the they're fighting the the, the soldiers in on the uh, Amazonian island, and when um, Princess Bride takes the bullet for her, she is walking around clueless. I remember like noticing her. Why is Diana just walking around on the beach, like not even paying attention at all? It was really odd. Like I have to see it again. Maybe I miss misremembering it, but I remember her just walking kind of. Oh, I know she's supposed to be naive in this movie, but like not on that place. She shouldn't be naive. Like it was just really weird, and I didn't like that part. Yeah, I, I was a little forced her. Like you said, her being dazed for that whole scene. Yeah. Just to set up the, the meaningful death. Exactly. So, wasn't a fan of that. I wanted her to be a little more take things control. You could have had her died in so many other ways, uh, Princess Bride. Like, you didn't have to have it be to save her life. That was a little... Whatever. I mean, that character was badass in the movie. I have more to talk about that later, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Prince Diana acting pretty damn dumb on the beach during the fight. Yeah. They, uh... Just as a side note, they they had to have CGI'd off that weird neck thing that she has. Because <laughs> it's a house of cards, that's all I can see. <laughs> she, she's just super thin. I guess. As you wish. All right, Alex, <laughs> number six. Uh, speaking of beach scenes, my f- number six, and it was a, a good one, is uh, Themyscira as a whole was pretty awesome. Uh, most of it anyways. I like all the training stuff uh, when Diana was a little girl and she was sneaking over there to watch everybody, all the other Amazons train and stuff, and her just running, trying to run away. From her mom, going through all the uh, different sets and everything. I thought that was all really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I hope they do more of that. I hope that wasn't like the last we see of that. Cause... Yeah. So I might have some news about that in our news section. Ooh. Uh, but yeah. the thing I didn't like about Themyscira, it's, I know it's supposed to be a place on Earth and it's hidden away. But by this point in time, you'd think there'd be more like wrecked ships or something on the beach. Because it seemed like they made it sound like no other person had ever in the history of the planet had ever stumbled upon Themyscira except for when Chris Pine went through uh, the the shield. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't know. It's World War One. This is like what, pre-radar and stuff, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah but there's no lost ships. There's no... Um, you know, just any artifacts saying that, oh, people have stumbled onto this place before, but they're not here anymore, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I, I don't know. I I, I guess because I'm not a sailor, like, I would I would think like, there's a lot of ocean out there. You can't cover all of it, but these guys did. I don't know how, like, they find those Cook Islands and stuff back in the day. So, yeah, you're right. You would think these guys would find it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least I have some, like shipwrecked uh, stuff or an old mast or something like that that would say, hey, people landed here before and it didn't turn out so well for them. You know? Vikings discovered this island. Ain't no more Vikings here. Or maybe One-Eyed Willie's rich stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been a hell of a <laughs> hell of a voyage for the Vikings to get all the way down to Greece. <laughs> eh. mm-hmm. Thor could do it. Yeah. Thor. Spindle Thorson's great-great-great-great-grandfather could have done it. 
Well, that's a crossover I want to see now. Thor and Wonder Woman. Mm. Mm. Nice. Make it happen. But it'll never happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Scott, number five. Number five was the just the way that they present Wonder Woman here. Uh, they they do a very good job lampshading all the goofy shit about her, <laughs> like her outfit and the lasso and the the bracers. But I, they all work in this movie and they're all cool. Uh, yes, they're all they're all used. Uh, they all get their moment to shine, like blocking the bullets or uh, lassoing people around. Um, or even the outfit uh, turns out to be cool. Even just out of context looks weird, but uh, in in the movie it works. Uh, they they've done a good job of setting that up for for future movies, uh, or for the future of that character anyway. So yeah, just in general, I like the way that they uh, got rid of the like, the goofy the general goofiness that goes along with not not just her character in general, but just her being a comic comic book character. Yeah. <laughs> Was her outfit different than it was in Batman v Superman? You know, I don't know. I think the sword was probably different because. Well, yeah, because it got. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler uh, alert! Destroyed. It yeah, got melted. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I think the rest of it was probably the same or I close wanna, to it. I want to say they... it was different, but it just could be there was actually color in this movie, and there wasn't in <laughs> Batman v Superman, so you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. I, I did like that. The, that she does get hit with bullets, but they the armor blocks it for the most part. They show show that a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Aim for her shoulders or thighs or any of the other parts yeah. that's not protected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not that I'm complaining. <laughs> All right. Uh, number five. Um, I like how they adopted uh, Gal Gadot, whatever her name is, uh, accent as part of, like, that's the accent of the Amazonians. Like, I think it took kind of, maybe it could have been a weakness for the actress, and they kind of made it a strength of the movie, and they would have a little bit of an accent, and they just, they just took her natural, she's Israeli, right? Or wherever she's from. Yeah. They took her accent and just kind of incorporated that and put, surrounded her with good actresses, and so that just, it's, it came out well. I really liked how they did that. Yeah. Like to, Arnold to be, in Red Heat. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to, to be Hold on, by the way, I wanted to see the show with Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Just go to an island of guys running around. Well, the bathhouse would have been it if, you know, he would have let any of them talk. But he let his fist do his talking. And you only heard Sven Thorsten talk. By the way, I went to a party at a special guest Matt's house over the weekend. And all these people, like, I don't know them very well. I met them once or twice. And they greet him, but they all want to hear his accent, him talk like Arnold. And they all greet him as Arnold. And I was like, oh, God, this is some kind of terrible nightmare. Get me out of here. <laughs> don't encourage him. <laughs> yes. yeah. Anyway. So so let's, for the sake of argument here, though, let's say they had said that she came from Greece. I, I, I would have bought it because I don't know, like... If you put somebody in front of me and said, are they Israeli or are they Greek? I wouldn't know. Yeah. Scott at gmail.com. What? No, nah, I wouldn't oh, know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So he's an ignorant American. <laughs> I wouldn't tell the difference between the accents. Scott, accept those emails. Send them, send them his way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree. And 
I mean, they don't even make the Greek connection in this at all, other than, the, the, I guess, the ancient gods part. But, yeah, I guess that's true. The mythos is all Greek, yeah. yeah. And the island is very Greek-like. Greek-like. But they never say it's, like, off the coast of the Greek isles yeah. or something like that. And, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess the fact we're talking about Zeus and stuff makes it Greek. But, wait, isn't Zeus in... No holds barred, yeah. <laughs> Never mind, I'm thinking of Odin. Forget it. Wrong. Uh... <laughs> isn't he a Thor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but there's another movie with Zeus, isn't, isn't there? He... Superhero movie. Uh... Yeah, you mean uh, Hercules in New York? Yeah. <laughs> He's got his lightning bolts made of fucking rebar. <laughs> you have stuck Hercules. I am Hercules. I am Hercules. All right, moving on. Alex, number five. <laughs> My number five is, this is uh, an origin stories of court uh of sorts mm-hmm. but it is and uh, i like the way that they showed wonder woman diana adjusting to her powers you could already kind of tell that she was different from when she beat buttercup in that tra- sparring thing and everybody got really freaked out it's like oh okay was it just the bracers or why did they give her such powerful bracers or something at the beginning that's what i thought but then later on throughout the movie you could see that oh she's different because of you know story reasons but I like the way that she's slowly adjusting to her powers. Like on the beach, she's never seen a gun before. She's never seen a bullet. And she sees it like in kind of slow-mo, her eyes adjusting to it. And she kind of doesn't know what it is or how to react to it at first. Up until later in the movie where she almost inadvertently, like she wants to protect Chris Pine, but she kind of just starts a hand out there and her bracer blocks it. And then she's like, oh, shit, I could do this all day. You think that was an accident? She was just going for a reach around and she yeah, happened well, to block this bullet or what? Kind of. Like a half <laughs> accident. I think it was like a reactionary thing, but she didn't know per se that her bracer would stop the bullet. She just wanted to get, you know, in between the bullet and Chris Pine. But when she she saw that her bracers were bulletproof, then, then you know, shit got real. Uh, I, I had a feeling she knew what she was doing there. I know. Okay. I mean, well, you know, she, she, uh, she was prepared to sacrifice her arm, I would say, for that. Then when she saw, hey, this is bulletproof. I can do this. I can deflect the bullets. Yeah. So, okay, going into her power. So you guys mentioned earlier her armor blocked it and her bracer blocked But if she took a bullet to the thigh, she's still a god, right? So it's not going to affect her, is it? <sighs> so the, you never really see, like, any direct hits. So, yeah, it's kind of unknown. She's obviously way tougher. Yeah, but... Yeah. But, like, my understanding is she's, like, Superman, except she doesn't have kryptonite. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I mean, that's how I've always known her abilities. Yeah. She can fly. She she mostly does block the bullets, though, because I think they do cause some damage, but I don't think they would go through her. But she would definitely feel it. Okay. They could take her out for a while, but she wouldn't be... Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, uh, Scott, number four. Number four is of of so of the three of the big three here: Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Now, uh, I think they they gave her the the best kind of uh, transitional backstory. I guess um, she basically goes from paradise to shitty humanity. Uh, Lower okay. and. and yeah, <laughs> because of Lorempton. Uh, and 
it's it's a much more drastic transition than the other two heroes. So you get a much bigger sense of what she's giving up to to do what she's doing. And they make it a whole point where she can't come back to the island and just leave her mother and her sisters. Uh, whereas Superman never really had a choice. He was already he's always kind of stuck here. And uh, Krypton is just this super weird high tech place that was very far removed from his character. Uh, and Batman, it just he just has the tragic backstory. Uh, so plus he he's not really. Gotham. I mean, yeah. So so he's, from he's not really sacrificing. Might be a step up. Yeah, but he's not uh, sacrificing uh, more than just like his personal life, really. Yeah. Uh, where she. You know, like she not only did she give up her family, but she gave up paradise uh, to go go follow Chris Pine around for a few minutes, anyways. So she didn't yeah, do it to of, follow Chris Pine around, I, but I, I don't know. know. No, she she did to because again, just it felt like she gave up a lot more than the other two to go be a hero. Yeah, and she wasn't moping around like Hobo Superman in that shit movie. <laughs> to, to be fair, the fact that, that Batman's parents were murdered in front of him is pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about Batman. I was talking about Superman. I know, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> See, but, uh, Christian Bale going to China to be Hobo Batman, that made sense. <laughs> I just watched that movie again this weekend. It's so good. But he is Hobo Batman in that. But Hobo Superman, yeah, that whole thing's like, eh. Come on, man. Just be Superman. Yeah. All right. Um, my number four is, well, we've talked about it already, kind of the homages of Superman, but the actual real homage in the, the alley scene where she protects him. And they, they even have the scene where the guy sticks his gun out, coming out past the wall. It's the exact ripoff from Superman. Oh, uh, yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that whole scene. And it's, you know, in that movie, it's, uh, Clark who saves Lois and this one it's her saving Chris Pine or whatever his name is, Steve Trevor um, yeah I just liked it could because it was an exact reverse parallel of uh, or reverse reflection of um, I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say you know what I'm saying yes and uh, I like the I'm way saying. that she crushed uh, the Clark Kent-esque glasses going this ain't Superman bitch it's Wonder Woman oh I didn't even get that yeah that's nice yeah yeah, so I just like that, especially because I love Superman the movie so much. And as soon as I saw that gun come out, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, what are you doing? So. Uh, not not for nothing and completely unrelated to anything, but she was super hot with glasses on. <laughs> not that she's not hot anyways, but just tossing that out there. Mm-hmm. The, the glasses yeah, did just, not detract from her appearance. Just like the secretary's like, oh, yeah. she puts glasses on. All of a sudden, she's not the most gorgeous woman you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> and that, that is cool. They, they reference that in the movie. Like, like what, what's the point of these glasses? Like, yeah. there's none. <laughs> yeah, I loved it when the secretary commented on that or yeah, whoever she was. All right, Alex, number four. Number four, I liked Dr. Poison. I liked her whole character, her whole obsession with just trying to – in love with poisons and just trying to perfect it to cause the most damage. Not really because she, I mean she was loyal to that one dude but not really loyal to the Kaiser or to Germany or anything like that. She just wanted to do her work. I like that kind of obsessed villain like one track mind villain. And kind of in the end you kind of see another a, a bit of a side to her that it gave her a bit more depth but yeah. I like Dr. Poison as a character. 
Plus, her face thing looked creepy and cool. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they bring her back. Because I got to think that they're going to bring her back. As an old lady? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She could be old. She's going to find some kind of poison that keeps her youthful. Like, what's going to be the the, yeah. the catch? The MacGuffin. Maybe she's poison ivy. Mmm. Or at least yeah. her grandma. Mm. I, guess, I, I could kind of see that. Yeah. I kind of found her character kind of weak. I, I think I was, because I mentioned her, I thought she might be the ultimate bad guy. So maybe I was expecting too much from her. Um, ah, okay. So maybe that was what ruined it, but I thought she was a little bit of a weak character. But it could have been expectations when I was like, oh, I think she's going to be the main bad guy. But mm. All right, got number three. My number three is uh, that this kind of goes hand in hand with the her sacrificing paradise to go save humanity. Uh, is that her character is more about being passionate about her convictions as opposed to the rampant moody stoicism of Batman and Superman. Uh, so it, it's a nice change of pace. And I, you know, it, it made the movie much more enjoyable for me that she wasn't brooding, uh, that, you know, she went around like never, never once in the movie did she like give up on what she believed in, uh, even when she was wrong. <laughs> and, yeah, it makes it makes for a a nice uh, contrasting character to the other two, Batman and Superman. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how they they go forward with this because in uh, Batman vs Superman, she's more of this kind of mysterious uh, uh, kind of worldly character as opposed to the uh, night somewhat naive ingenue uh badass ingenue that she is in this one uh, which i might have jade. a little bit more to say later maybe jade angelou not jade angelou <laughs> ingenue oh we're looking for jade I won't even try ingenue <laughs> uh so yeah no i just I, I like that that her character is passionate throughout the entire movie instead of brooding yes agreed yeah. Not like Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Or, or <laughs> Batman. Again, Batman has much more reason to be that way. Yes. But still, mm-hmm. it's a nice contrast, at the very least, even if oh, Batman I should be in, I live in Kansas, and food is plentiful, yeah. and I have great health care over here, even though I'm <laughs> Superman. Ugh, this sucks. Yeah, I think that's why, at least I didn't like that. It's like, yeah, you like, the contrast is good. That's where the contrast should be between Superman and Batman, and it wasn't there. So at least we have Super... Or, Wonder Woman to give that for us, but that kind of should have been Superman to begin with. But hey, at least we got it yes. one character. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is the comedy. I thought was perfect. There were yeah. enough. There were more jokes than there have been in the other DCEU movies. It's not Guardians. Yeah, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy, which. I'm not taking anything away from it. I love the comedy in that, but it's not, that's just joke after joke after joke, but it works in that. But this is just perfect amount. And I love the fact that there were just these awesome jokes. There were jokes that the women in the audience were laughing at. The men were like, e. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. The women, like I didn't even hear part of, part of a, a line that was said because there was some joke where she says, and then we found that, that women don't mean men for pleasure. Yeah. And then he says something after that, 
but I couldn't hear because the women in the section around us were all cheering. Oh, yeah. The whole <laughs> audience of that joke. Yeah, I was like, we found that men are necessary for procreation, but not for pleasure. And the whole audience, yeah, when all the girls went crazy. And you're a couple <laughs> boos from the dudes in the audience. It was it's hilarious. Um, there are lots of jokes. I thought it was nice. Her fish out of water. I mean, it very much felt like Clark Kent in Superman the movie. Um, he didn't so much play out of place where, I mean, he was acting that way where she kind of was, out of, you know, fish out of water, but, you know, her kicking in the, um, just carrying her sword. Like, some of the stuff spoiled in the, in the trailers, but, um, yeah. yeah. How does one fight in this yeah. fight? <laughs> she has yeah. surprisingly good comedic timing, uh, and she played well off Chris Pine, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that worked well. I, I actually would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the fish out of water stuff, because oh, yeah. there, there's not going to be that. <laughs> going forward because uh, yep. there's there's I, I guess they base some of it off of the actual comics so like when they get the ice cream and she tells the guy that he should be proud of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I forgot about that yeah that's, that's, that's funny but I guess that's like right out of the comics so awesome. I, I wonder how much they were just trying to follow follow like the one of the stories as opposed to just adding in their own things uh, but yeah, I would like to see a little bit more because the World War one era England you know, there was there'd been so many more things they could have like she would have been curious about. Like I I think that's what bothered me was just kind of a lack of curiosity on her part for a lot of the stuff. Like she seemed a little odd by like the cars, um and the ice cream, but that was about it. And the baby? And the baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah the baby, awesome. the dresses. I don't like they said that first half of the movie goes by so quick they didn't dwell on it and then so yeah. Yeah. Maybe you would have put a little more time there and then less at the end. I can see that. Like she seems to not give a shit about the fact there's flying machines. Uh you know. Horseless carriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh Scott number three. Or Alex number three, sorry. Yeah, that's me. I like when she walks. She, I think, in more than one occasion, walks into a room of just stupid chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> what's this? What's a woman doing here? <laughs> and then when yeah. she gives that one general a tongue lashing, oh, that was so satisfying. Even though he's like, "What?" Yeah, I, I did like that. For, I know for Akbar was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a woman. That's a trap. You shut I, your trap. I I did like that her care. It wasn't just that her her character wanted to speak up. Like it 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 seemed like it never even occurred to her that she shouldn't be in this room yeah. with all these dudes, like giving her opinion. Mm-hmm. Like like that wasn't even a thing that crossed her mind. So uh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah I Chris Pine just reaction. He's so embarrassed. <laughs> that was awesome. I do uh, like that. You know, uh, I'm sure women are going to say it hasn't come far enough, which is true. But I like the fact that as I'm watching it, I don't know what's weird about her being there. Like, okay, yeah, it's weird that some random person walked in there. Not the fact that she was a female. Like, at first, I didn't understand yeah. why they were looking at her weird. So we have come some way. Like, that wasn't the first thing that hit my mind. It's not weird that girl's here. It's just, oh, it is weird. This is World War One. It would be weird. Yeah. yeah so, so that time period also lends itself a little bit more to the, the whole sexism thing, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we've come all the way we need to go. I'm just saying we have made progress. Yes. To yes. all our zero li- female listeners out there. 
I'm, I'm sure there's been at least one or two that like had was forced to listen to it on like some car trip or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Amy. All right, uh, Scott, number two. Number two is the town raid. So there's the no man's land thing, which was cool, but very far down the list of my favorite action scenes. Mm-hmm. But when they actually get into the town. And she just starts going. She basically goes Hulk. <laughs> yeah. She she goes she goes full ham, and starts running through buildings and jumping through them and just dudes flying everywhere. And then she jumps up to the to the bell tower. That was super cool. Uh, but yeah, just seeing her in full like action, like not holding back, just flying around. She did the jump thrust action right there. Yeah, they had the. The one, the full theme and going there. Uh, I, I do think they overused the the whole slide kick thing a little too much. Although that seems to be like the marquee. Uh, yeah, that was their Amazon. Thing. That's the go-to Amazonian move because yeah. Princess Buttercup like tries to do it to her five times and that, <laughs> and that's a, a little uh, a practice bout that they have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the whole going to the town that was that was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. That w- that was cool. I yeah, the slow motion maybe happened a little too much for me too, but whatever. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, that scene was pretty badass. All right. Um my number two is the fight on the beach with all the the very beginning of the movie, the Amazonians. I seen the trailers, I thought this was gonna happen later in the movie. So when it happened in the first third of the movie, I was uh surprised and I just thought it was badass. The, Jumping and flicking off horses and all this crazy stuff. I could watch that forever. So, I, I these movie execs are dumb. Yeah, men don't want to watch yeah. a bunch of hot women on <laughs> kicking ass on the beach. They're like, what the hell? Are you... <laughs> yeah, what I might have to. Yeah, this is kind of my number two too. But yeah, all right. So yeah, just the the fight on the beach. Awesome, seeing the girls in action and just uh, yeah, everything about it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Alex, continue then. Yeah. My number two is pretty much that, uh, you know, Patty Jenkins, a woman director, a woman main character. Uh, who's this written by? I know What's-His-Face had some, yeah, Snack Snyder and stuff, but I'm sure his wife had some input in it and stuff. It's very female-driven, and there's nothing like um, – you know, it, you know, if if a guy was to direct this movie, a movie like this, or to write most of it and stuff like that, you know, there'd be like some. Uh, oh, what am I trying to say? Like, it would it would seem like they were looking their noses down at the audience, kind of. Like, oh, you wanted a woman movie? Well, here it is, ladies. Here's your woman movie superhero. You know, but I'm glad that didn't happen because they had all the right stuff. Like I'm looking at the face. writing credits here, and it's all dudes. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> including including the original creator. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But I'm gonna give Patty Jenkins a lot of credit here. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure she had a lot. She of deserves it. Yeah. But uh, it's great. It's awesome. I want to see more women, female leads, and we are, which is amazing. I mean, Ray, a, a load in Star Wars, Rogue One. Yep. Now Wonder Woman. And she's pretty much, like, uh, it's as if uh, 
DC got a wife and she's the smart one in the relationship slapping DC upside the head. Look, look, this is how movies are supposed to be made, you idiot. So they, they must not have been able to get a British woman. That's how Gal Gadot got, got cast in this. <laughs> or Australian. I, you could, sorry, you were, you were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh-oh. Ray and Jim and mm-hmm. damn Brits taking our gerbs. Taking our gerbs. But yeah. I'm glad to see so many ladies being involved in entertainment and video games, movies, and everything. And I want to see it continue. Damn it. Because it's good. Here, here. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the notion that we don't want to watch action <laughs> yeah, shows exactly. that are females is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's that Atomic Blonde movie coming out soon. I Fuck yeah, I want to see that. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, no, I don't want to see Charlize Theron kicking ass in an entire movie. Because, you know, Fury Road sucked. All right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Scott, number one. Okay, my number one is <laughs> from henceforth she'll be known as Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so she definitely um, after this movie, she's definitely made the character her own. Um, I it's I think I have not seen her enough things to say whether she's like a really good actress or not. Um, but she's she obviously fits the part here. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, if, if, you, if you think of a Greek goddess, she, she's about as close as anybody working in Hollywood. Um, but just, I, I like the way that she plays the character here, as I kind of mentioned before. Um, where this time around, there's she, she plays it with the like the passion, kind of the that that's that sense of earnestness, you know, bordering on it, just raw innocence, um, and which is a change of pace from the other movie where she's again uh, very mysterious and worldly. Um, you know, she, she handles the action scenes well. Um, she she keeps up with Chris Pine, uh, keeps up with the villains. Uh, I, I I look forward to seeing her in the the next, uh, I guess, Justice League uh, will be the next movie. But whenever Wonder Woman 2 rolls around, mm-hmm. uh, I look forward to it. So Gal Gadot. Yeah. Or however you pronounce her last name. Yeah. She, she was amazing. And like, I yeah, now that I've seen her and i can't imagine anybody else playing her she was really she's uh i guess most people i guess people complain that she's not big enough or her boobs aren't big enough i don't you hear these stupid things on the internet what? like really just... like, the, like the boobs thing <laughs> boob thing is just asinine i, I could see yeah. like an argument for like like maybe she, like oh this should have been somebody more muscular or something but she's I, not xena right she's not lucy lawless or something who's not even yeah. that big either but... i mean lucy lawless wasn't yeah. that big either yeah yeah so yeah the boob I, thing's just dumb yeah. i can see how people like in their head might want her to be like ripped like jesus i don't know but i think it's fine because she's got like she's like a demigod she doesn't need to be but like they 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 cover that 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 ground um so and i'm pretty sure she did put on weight for this movie yeah they said she because i've seen her in yeah i've seen her in like the early uh fast and furious and she's way skinnier in those so she definitely bulked up for this yeah at least you know relatively speaking Mm mm-hmm and then, like we said, like her comedy timing was really good. So yeah, she was. She's. Uh, I put her ahead of the other two assholes so far, and they didn't even do a bad job. Of all the things of Superman and Batman, I don't think Ben Affleck or whatever his name is has done a bad job playing those characters. Henry I just Campbell. think they're poor. Yeah, I just think yeah. they're poorly directed films. So, but I still put her above those three. Even it's Batman vs Superman, she stood out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. All right, um, my number one is the No Man's Land, the trench battle, because it was the first one, 
and it's kind of symbolic of just like I think they made that as a women women are here they're finally women hear me roar I just love that it was just her with the shield and I also like that this is one thing I got mad at Superman in the new movie he never actually he only fought the super uber bad guy in this she's trying to find Ares but she sees that people are in this town are fucked and she needs to do stuff so she she can't ignore it she has to go there and fight and kind of end this this particular battle and I just like that um and like I said, it was just like the, the symbolism of what it stood for and her going out there with the shield and just taking these guys out and then inspiring all the men behind her. Like they had to be led by her and everything. I just thought it was awesome. Uh, for me, by far the best scene in the movie. I think you mentioned the town scene is maybe a little better action wise, but just how everything stood out in that trench scene was just so cool. And that you've always heard through history that those trench battles were the worst thing ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, you know, she's the one just climbed that ladder and just went right in through it. It was like, oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, No Man's Land Trench Battle, Wonder Woman, number one. Yep. Alex. Uh, on top of all those things, because num- my number one is number uh, Wonder Woman, of course, Gal Gadot. Uh, but another aspect of her that I really, really like is that she has zero qualms about killing somebody that she thinks is evil. There's no, like, oh, every life is precious. I don't want to succumb. <laughs> I don't want to be like you. All right, and kill. Wonder Woman says, nope, stabby, stabby. <laughs> Dude, she kills so many people. She does. Awesome. Oh, she like, pg 13 kills them. Yeah, I know. But still, they're dead. And she totally stabs that dude who, I guess, is huffed too many of those blue things and he has no blood anymore. Because <laughs> when the sword is poking through yeah. <laughs> the ceiling, Chris Pine, Chris Pine finds it. It's like, oh. <laughs> no blood. Okay. It's like a lightsaber. It just cauterizes the wounds. Yeah. Though it's a magic sword. I mean, I but guess yeah. Like... No, go did ahead. Did you see EU? Sorry. Did you see EU? They, none of the... Superman doesn't mind killing people. Neither does Batman, for fuck's sake. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they always say that they don't. It's like, Yo, you know what it's like to have this unimaginable power and I have to hold back because I don't want to kill somebody. When a woman says, nope. Fuck, I say Yep. Awesome. Yeah. She gets shit done. Yeah, she does. All right. That's it. Um, so let's so, rate this sucker. So Pretty- quickly before that, just a couple of little, little side things that I didn't feel warranted uh, a listing. Uh, they, I, I thought it was kind of funny the way they hand wave how she knows every single language. Like, well, yeah, she's magic. Yeah, that, that was a little bit much for me. Uh, like, well, the, I, 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 the, I don't the wanna, Amazons I, live for centuries. Like, I don't Why wouldn't they know every go, language? They don't go anywhere. Yeah, but they got <laughs> all those books. They got all those books. Where? So that's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't like it mostly because it just <laughs> it pushed her towards Mary Sue territory. Um, and that oh, that's not... Uh, More like 3PO territory. Am I right? <laughs> that and uh, just a note about Gal Gadot. She was fairly into her into her pregnancy during this movie five months it, during the uh, five, reshoots yeah so what they yeah. had to do is like with some oh. they had to get some additional footage they had to basically put like a green screen over her <laughs> over her belly <laughs> and cgi away the baby <laughs> the baby bump is <laughs> <laughs> a good type of cgi baby huh yeah. i was gonna try to think of a cgi baby joke nice <laughs> Uh, so so I yeah, that was he's getting 
yeah, that's just kind of where we are with the, with the technology. So cool. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I just wanted to talk about those two things. Real quick. All right. Well, what's your score, uh, Scott? Oh, this is tough. Um, yeah, geez. Ah, uh, geez. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a. I give it a five. Um, it definitely the best of the DCEU. Uh, I, I I do very much recommend it. Uh, it. It's a great take on Wonder Woman. Uh, the only thing holding it back is Obi Wan. I, I just I wish I wish it would have been a little more fun. I think I kind of mentioned with like the fish out of water stuff, or maybe um, like Jeff mentioned that pacing in the third act where it kind of drags on. But uh, yeah, a, a a very solid five. Okay, I too give it a five. Um, not two five, just five. And uh, yeah, for the same reasons, I love it. Uh, but I've only seen it once, so it's hard for me to compare this with any other movies that I have as six or sevens. The third act did kind of drag a little bit, um, but I loved it. Like I would. We haven't ranked these other movies, but I yeah, there's other movies that don't even come close to this, and a lot of the Marvels I have as a five too. So this is no slight. Yeah, yeah, no, this is so like a six for me would be like Guardians or Avengers, and I would rate this below that. So that's not that's yeah. not a slight Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. So five for me too, Alex. Mm, I'll still give this movie a number six. Okay. Since this is, uh, I think I've said it before, this is. DC's Iron Man, they really should have started with this movie. I mean, if they had the brains, but they didn't. But yeah, uh, aside from, uh, I still have, like Scott said, I have hope for the future of DC movies. Maybe not uh, Justice League, but for the rest of them going forward from here, I'm looking forward to them now. Yeah, me too. And I Maybe because there's newer characters like uh, Aquaman and stuff, I have... And this movie has made ruse. I think Justice League might not be that bad. And Joss Whedon was in on it to kind of help write it, and now he's kind of finishing it up. Uh, and I, I think even Zack Snyder kind of took feedback from the other two movies. I hope so. I don't and that's only that's coming out in November. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it, it definitely. At least in the, the 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 trailer and early footage for the movie, it's they they show a lot more fun happening. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the, all the fun in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully that is not all of it. Yeah. I'm gonna sidebar really quick. Guardians. I was upset at so much of the... Not some... There's tons of jokes. But there's some scenes that they showed so much in the trailers and commercials. It totally ruined it for me in the movie. The whole, you know, ah, she loves... She has feelings for you. Yeah. Ah, like that ruined yeah, I kind of wish I got in the fresh on that one. Because that's it, fucking great. Yeah, and I am Groot, and him keep repeating the things to him, hit not what button to push. Like, so, yeah, trailers. I don't know what you got to do. Like, do you really need a trailer for these comic book movies anymore? Like Marvel, especially. Do you really need to advertise? People are gonna go see it. Stop spoiling shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wonder Woman, yes, did need the trailers, but the, like, the Marvel doesn't. Star Wars definitely doesn't. Like. They should just put out Star Wars. Give us your money, and that should be the trailer. <laughs> Come see us in December, assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So our crossover topic was what, Scott? Uh, top, uh, 
comic properties that we wanted to see turn into movies or comic book characters that we wanted to see get their their own movie. Yes. Okay. So lead us off. All right. So yeah, number did. five is I want to see uh, in in light of how good Wonder Woman was, I'd like to see them take another swipe at another Supergirl. Uh, keeping in mind all the things that they hopefully learned when when doing uh, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think it's the next logical character uh, to go in. Although I've heard, was it Kevin Smith or not Kevin Smith? Well, maybe it was Kevin Smith or no, Joss Whedon. Sorry, Joss Whedon wants to do a Batgirl movie. Is that yes. right? Okay, yeah. I mean that that's almost the same thing. Um, yeah, I'd like to see this like lighter take on on Superman, basically. Um, and maybe that's maybe it wouldn't be lighter. I don't know. That's kind of how I'd want it to play out. Uh, Watch yeah, the TV I, show, man. Yeah, I did. It's not good. <laughs> it's definitely lighter. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe even have the same actress. I don't have a problem with her per se, but uh, it's yeah. I like I like to see like to see them do a big big budget Supergirl movie. Uh, I mean, it can't be any worse than the Helen Shaver one in the eighties. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I hey, don't spoil that. my next topic. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that either, but I also I want like I don't like Supergirl, Superman, Supergirl, Super Batman, Batgirl, like their own characters. I like they're doing Captain Marvel, which is coming out there. I, I'd rather I don't know enough about comics, but I'm sure there's plenty of female action heroes out there like i'd rather see that than that's just me like come on you can come up with something more original than taking this exact same character and putting boobs on it like <laughs> I right than that. <laughs> I, I know but is there really like her exact same power she's his cousin like i that's why supergirl always kind of liked me it's just superman but she's hot which i don't mind but it's not anything well, different here's, here's here's how i look at it it's it's like Joss Whedon, a chance to have like a Joss Whedon whole sure. person, like an Ang Lee, where someone who actually gets the character. So maybe we actually get like the stand-in for Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, sure. I guess we we'll just get a see. good Superman movie. That's yeah, super yeah. Sad. That's the you know that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Okay. I see. I I, I agree with your point though, Jeff. On spec, it's pretty unoriginal to just take <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> take the character and, and as you said, slap boobs on her. <laughs> All right. Um, I had a very hard time. I don't know comic book. I don't read comic books, guys. So only comic book stuff I know are for movies. So a lot of my list is going to be either stuff that has been done a long time ago or and done terribly, um, or it's a TV show. So, but Garfield already for, has a movie. <laughs> except for number five, because this is the one comic book that I did have, and it was T Force. Starring Mr. T. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I have issue number one, signed by Mr. T, with my picture taken with him, my brother and Adam. So, T-Force the movie. That's what I want. Number five. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's my number one. Oh, God. I pity you, Alex. Run the story by us real quick about him being out yeah, in front of the comic book. stories of T-Force. Yeah, so I grew up right down the street from a comic book store, Comics Unlimited, and there would you'd see these big lines wrap around the building. 
And so we knew, oh, some artist is, or writers uh, sign autographs. And we never paid attention to it because we weren't comic people. <laughs> My dad comes home one time and he's like, you guys got to get over there. Mr. T's on the street just yelling at people to come into the store. <laughs> <laughs> so the original line had gone through, and he still had to be there for another hour or whatever, and the line was gone. So me and my brother and my friend Adam, we <laughs> we went up there, and yeah, there was no line. We just got to hang out with Mr. T for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and my mom went to take a picture, and the camera didn't work. He's like, oh, let me see that, sweetie. I'll fix your camera. <laughs> he just like looked at it and shook it. He's like, try again, sweetie. Oh, there you go. And it, it worked perfectly. So He's Mr. It's Mr. Goddamn T. He'll fix a camera. Maybe I have the picture somewhere, so I'll, maybe we can upload it to Facebook or something. If you want to see a very young uh, Jeff and special guest Brian on there, you can see us with Mr. T. And we're like in junior high, we're already like a foot taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, T four. Sorry, just three awesome. number one, Alex. But damn, that's fine. T four. <laughs> uh, what's your number five? Scott. No, not you. He's next. Oh, I'm next. Yeah. I would say the more insane version of a Marvel's counterpart and more insane version of Batman, Moon Knight. You've never heard of him. He's he's pretty much exactly Batman, except he actually has multiple personality disorders. Where the dude turns into Moon Knight at night while he's sleeping, so he doesn't know he's practically sleepwalking. And I forget whether he has qualms about killing bad guys or not, but he's way darker, which is weird to say about Batman. But he is kind of darker because there's a lot of mysticism to to him too, and he wears a suit that is really bright white. Because he's so insane that it's like it doesn't matter if you know the bad guys see me coming, I'm gonna get him no matter what. So that guy's insane, and I want to see a Moon Knight movie or TV show or anything. That's interesting. I watch uh, some YouTube shows, and they always talk about this character. So you're yeah. not the only one. There it is, Moon Knight man. Cool. All right, Scott, number four. All right, my number four is I'd like to see him take another crack at powers. Um, Booth? Because they, they had the... R.I.P. R.I.P. They had the show on... I think Sony produced it. was like directly for PlayStation. Where they, they had... Uh, God, what's his name? From District 13. Christopher oh, Jones, uh, or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Uh, anyway. What, the, the director, Bloomkamp? Not the actor. Oh, that guy. Uh, I don't know. He, he was from the manga. But anyways, um, I'd like to see them take another crack at this, maybe in a big screen movie. It's it's a very cool premise uh, where it, the whole the, – the graphic novels, the comic takes place uh, from the point of view of a couple of police officers. And they're tracking down all these super-powered people or at least um, superheroes and supervillains anyway. Um, so it's kind of cool to get that kind of perspective. Um and yeah, from what I understand, the uh, and what I've seen of the Sony one, it's not that good. So I'd like to see him take another crack at that. Cool. Hours. Hours. Never even heard of that. Alright. Um my number four, so this is me digging deep. Like I don't I know it's in it's been in production, but or it's been whatever. The Flash. Let's see Flash. the movie. I, I've seen the show. I know it's supposed to happen as a movie, but it keeps getting losing directors and scripts, so Mm. Let's see the goddamn Flash movie. Um, 
I stopped watching the show, but if they would just hire that kid to be the Flash, I'd be totally fine with it. And, uh, yeah, I stopped watching the show because he just keeps fucking up the timeline and nothing really matters. Like, they kill a character <laughs> off. Yeah. And then they just bring Earth Zero's, Earth 9 version of that character back. So it's kind of lame. But I do like, I learned to like that you character. Just I always Flash was all stupid. Of comic with them. I know. But yeah. Flash is even worse. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Jeebus H. You can't. Anytime they kill anybody, it's like, whatever. I know another version of that actor is going to be back next episode. From Well, they got to save money somehow. It's a have, big, budget, have, <laughs> big budget TV show. Have you guys seen the Flashpoint Paradox? Yes, the animated one? The animated movie, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I liked it. No. I, I recommend that. I get super dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. it's all about Flash. I can say, up until I saw this show, I thought Flash was dumb. He, oh, he just runs fast. Who cares? But I've learned that he's actually a pretty cool character. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Flash movie would be nice. So get it done. <laughs> yeah. Alex. My number four is something that was in production but got canceled is a Gambit movie. And That's I know cool. the character belongs to Fox. Maybe after Logan, you know, they can make a good Gambit movie because I always like the character. Um, <laughs> John Holmes or Pete Holmes, sorry, John, John Holmes. Holmes. Whoa, Pete Holmes. That's the kind of movie you want to see, Alex. It's probably out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> Pete Holmes, a comedian, had the show on. You uh, see the ending coming TBS. a mile away. Whoa, because <laughs> it's a mile long, right? Whoa. Yeah. Uh. He had the show on TBS. I don't know if he still has it now. I don't have cable. But he did this parody where he fires like all of the X-Men, and one of them, he fires Gambit. And Gambit is played by the main guy from Silicon Valley. What's his face? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, this is before uh, he blew up on Silicon Valley, but he did a bunch of characters. And it's hilarious. I recommend it. But I really wanted to see a Gambit movie. He was one of my favorite characters on the X-Men cartoon and in the comic book. With a horrible accent on the phone. With a horrible <laughs> accent. Montgomery. The name's Gambit. Remember me. Because he's a French Cajun. He is Cajun. Yeah. He's in one of the Wolverine movies? Le 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 he's in the first yeah, one. He's in the bad one. It's a uh, really Taylor, bad one. Taylor Kitsch. Uh, John Carter of John Mars. John Carter from Mars. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is a shame because uh, John Carter's another movie I kind of liked. I actually really liked. But anyways... That kid just can't catch a break. All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three is... I'm cheating here a little bit, but uh, I've I've read the, the graphic novels, and so there's a lot more material here if they wanted to use it or go original. But I'd really like to see that third Hellboy movie that they alluded to. Uh, I, I really liked both Hellboy movies. Um, anytime... Uh, Guillermo del Toro gets to do his like creature features. Uh, yeah. So there's always some amazing stuff. Uh, the troll market in this case, in the second movie. Um, so I'd, I'd love to see him get a third crack at it, but it's probably never going to happen. If for no other reason, than Ron Perlman's starting to get up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's... They actually made an announcement recently, right? That Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, go for it. That there's rumblings of a uh, reboot of Hellboy. Mm. Yeah, it's something. I don't know if yeah. Guillermo, I don't think Guillermo del Toro is doing anything with it though. Yeah, no, and I think they said that um, 
the guy who played the sheriff in Stranger Things is going to be Hellboy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not a bad pick. Yeah, I forgot his actor's name, but yeah. yeah. So that is, I think, moving forward. I think Guillermo like wants a lot of money to do it, and they're like they don't want to spend that much uh, on a Hellboy movie. I guess I don't know, but yeah, I, I I didn't love the first two movies, but they were fun, and I would have loved to see him complete that trilogy. But he's not. At least we're gonna get more movies. All right. Um, yes. My number three, um, just to kind of. Piggyback off the Flash, I will say Green Arrow movie. That's good because <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether any comic book movies that aren't or comic book characters that aren't movies or TV shows. But um, so they they almost have to cast what's his face because there would be such a huge uh, lash flashback if they didn't. Dude, they didn't cast Flash, so why would they cast? But I don't, cast I don't think him? I don't think there's that same kind of cold following. Yeah, because Blondie McBlue Eyes. In uh, the Arrow, it's been a Arrow a lot longer than what's sure. his face in the Flash. Stephen Amel or Amel or Arnold's Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hope they do because I. I've stopped watching these shows, but I really yeah. enjoy, especially the first I, couple seasons. I thought. He I mean, yeah, awesome. like I've, if they do it, yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with him being cast. Um, yeah. But I think they'd be in a weird situation casting somebody brand new. Uh, so, so Arrow is not part of the the main Justice League, so. We really wouldn't see That's him true. there. Yeah, Green Lantern, on the other hand, is a part of the Justice League. So, I wonder what the hell they're going to do with that eventually. So, you know, it, you know how Marvel has their uh, their their animated splash or whatever for the start of every movie. Mm-hmm. They have a new one for DC now, where it shows a bunch of the characters. Yeah, and, and Green Lantern was featured very prominently. <laughs> so, I wonder what the hell that's all about. Uh, they're probably aiming for another Green Lantern movie. I'm sh- I'm sure they're they're thinking about it. But... Yeah, yeah, they will at some point. It's just mm-hmm. they're probably giving them enough time to wash out the the, the bad taste of it. <laughs> Poor Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but but back to Jeff's original assertion. Yeah, a Green Arrow movie would be cool. Yes, yes, I I think so. Like I said, what, all I know is from the TV show, but I really liked it and. Um, he's basically just Batman, but yeah, who they, cares? He's awesome. Yeah, they'd have to, yeah, they'd have to figure out a way to make it not Batman, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so that's my number three, Alex. I'm sure Sony is aiming for this one relatively pretty soon, especially after Wonder Woman, and I'm talking about Spider Gwen, the latest alternate reality in where Gwen Stacy gets the powers of Spider Man. She gets bitten by the radioactive spider. And I hear it's a good read. Does she have a floppy neck the whole time? <laughs> what? She breaks her neck. So does she have a floppy neck? No. <laughs> oh. She's Spider Gwen. Okay. But yeah, I hope she gets her new uh, a film franchise of her own and that it's good. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Especially if they bring uh, Emma Stone back. She should be Spider Gwen. Uh, that'd be cool. All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Yeah, my number two is a little off the, the beaten path here. Mm. Uh, but there's a, a web comic uh, called Scary Go Round, uh, drawn <laughs> and written by by John Allison. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a couple of spinoffs of this. Um, one's called Bad Machinery. Um, one's called Giant Days, which actually is a comic. 
that that somebody else uh, draws and colors, but he writes. Um, and I just basically I'd love for any of his characters because they're all part of the same universe. Um, and any any one of those properties to get turned into a movie would be great. Um, I love all the characters. I love the so everything almost always revolves around some kind of mystery um, and the supernatural. Uh, so just to see something in that vein, um, something that he'd written, I uh, would greatly enjoy. So anyway, John Allison from Scary Ground would be great. Very cool. Agreed. I don't know what that is, but it <laughs> sounds cool. All right. Um, my number two is going to be, and this was done in a movie, but I haven't seen the movie, so it doesn't count. <laughs> let's let's do the Silver Surfer correctly. How about that? Oh, I'm uh, that's good. Yeah. I'm assuming it was done incorrectly. I didn't see the movie, but I've heard things. That movie was not good. Yeah. Shiva's age. So let's. Uh, Fox is getting better lately, uh, although not with <laughs> that with that franchise. The yeah. X-Men they've been doing yep. well, not with the Fantastic Four. So maybe that'll fall back into Marvel's hands. I don't know, but Silver Surfer. Let's see. Let's see how that goes because I think that could be done pretty well. It just, yeah. I mean. I mean, they did this technology in 1991, basically, with Terminator, so it should be easy to do. <laughs> I mean, the surfer looked great in the movie. It was just the whole rest of the movie around him that was crap. Oh, okay. Ugh. Galactus was just a giant cloud. Jeebus H. <laughs> yeah. All right. Alex, number two. My number two is, I don't know if you read this one, Scott, but Brian Leo O'Malley's he had another uh, graphic novel called. Seconds. I haven't read it yet. It's really good. What's it called? Seconds. Seconds. And it's not a uh, fighting action type of thing. It's a bit more of a comedy drama, where uh, this girl owns a restaurant, but then she meets like the spirit of the house where the restaurant is at, and she gives her the chance to change something in the past. And so it's kind of like the Flash, where she keeps changing things over and over again, and keep then the present keeps getting more and more fucked up. So uh, it's pretty funny, heartbreaking, uh, dramatic, well written. So I hope that gets a, a TV or movie treatment. Yeah, I I, I need to read that. But yeah, yes. if, if I mean, let's get Edgar Wright to do it. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, you know, I I I loved uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I loved the. Scott Pilgrim graphic novels, so mm-hmm. uh, not even not having read it, I agree with you, Alex. Yeah, you should read it. All right, cool. Scott, number one. Number one, uh, in light of recent movies uh, and a, a torch of sorts being passed, um, would like to see X-23 get her own movie. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Um like maybe the kid thing's already done, so maybe age her up a bit. Um, but yeah, just to to see the kind of Wolverine esque type of character go through, and and also please let it be R. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's keep that going. Um, I I think they kind of set up a cool future for for that particular I don't know canon uh, where the mutants are kind of coming back. Um, and are they uh, new are, mutants? Whoa! <laughs> no, they're Excalibur. Oh. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think I think it would be... My, there's some fun things you could do with it, and her character was rad. 
Um, and there's some momentum there. So, yeah, I'd like to see them continue on with that character. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I don't know if she could do a whole movie by herself, but at least pair her with somebody again. Or that whole group of kids, maybe her make her the leader. Well, well that's what I'm saying. Make, make her older, you know, give her more of a character arc. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she was a cool character. I liked it. Oh, my number one has also been done before, but I want to say it done again in a good way. And at, at, an incarnation maybe hasn't been done yet of it. So let's do Robin correctly. We could even go in the Nightwing territory if we have to. Mm, that'd be uh, nice. So let's do yeah. that. Like either do Robin as a as like the Carrie Kelly version in Dark Knight Returns, or let's just make him Nightwing. Uh, any other version is kind of weird because he's. <laughs> yeah. There should there should be the Robin movie where it just goes to the montage of how the other Robins left or died. <laughs> and then get to the oh, last Robin, is... the current Robin. Yeah, yeah. So, I think the it'd Jason be cool if he did a if he did a, a Dick Grayson Nightwing and kind of start our own universe there with the whole um, Jesus Christ Titans thing. That would be cool. But... Yeah, they they've set up some there's some really cool stuff like in the animated and uh, uh, from teen, the original Teen Titans and the Teen Titan movies. And the Young Justice series, yeah, um, there's some really cool stuff they could pull from there to do movies. Uh, like Miss Martian is pretty much just in the uh, in those series. She's had some run in the comics, but um, just tossing out a character that they could throw in with him. Yeah, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think the what's his face as Robin was that bad in Batman Three, but yeah, uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, Joe, it can be done better. Jogolev. Yeah. Holy rusted metal, Batman. That was great. <laughs> well, it fit with the rest of the movie, so yeah. <laughs> so that Robin's my number one. Uh, Alex. T-Force, baby. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put your food. Don't make a movie about T-Force. All right. Do you actually remember what the comic was about? Because I don't. No, me either. <laughs> was it Was it like <laughs> Mr. The... T and he had a robot arm? T-Force. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't like the cartoon where he traveled around in a van with a bunch of kids? He probably was, telling them to eat their vitamins and say their prayers. Or that's Hulk Hogan. I don't know. Hey, kids, stay in school. Don't be a fool. <laughs> yeah, it was hey, like... brother, don't get caught on a sex tape, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that guy. All right. Uh, anything else before we leave this section? Nope. Uh, Good. All right. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yep, we got two entries this time. Uh, thanks. Old Joe is uh, first. Uh, he hasn't seen the movie, so don't listen to this episode, Joe. I hope you didn't, <laughs> actually, since you haven't seen the movie. Or I hope maybe you saw it, you know, yeah. over this weekend. So there you go. Okay. Comic book characters that he'd like to see get movies or TV show. One, oh, this comic book I used to read as a kid, and I shouldn't have probably because it was rated R, The Max. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Nope. That's right. It was super I think, I weird. Think our, I think our other listener might have said something about this. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. I loved it. Uh, number four, Bomb Queen. That just sounds cool. I don't know. I've never read anything about Bomb Queen, but yeah, a, a queen of bombs? Come on. <laughs> uh, Evil Ernie. I vaguely remember this comic book character. I think as a kid, 
I was too scared of the cover to ever buy the comic book. <laughs> but yeah, Evil Ernie. Nice. Okay, Number two. That one either. Yeah. Number two, Casey Jones. That would that would be nice. Okay. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That'd be cool. This is the Turtles guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Casey Assuming Jones. that we're talking about the same guy. Mm-hmm. And number one, a comic book series that I really have to read because it was written by Neil Gaiman, The Sandman. Yeah, I was going to say it probably was probably Sandman. I've, I haven't read it, but I know a lot of people that swear by it. So. Yeah, same here. I always hear people talk about that. I should read it one of these days. Mm-hmm. And then he just adds a note that uh, Bomb Queen and Evil Ernie are technically villains, but they're protagonists in their comic books. And yeah, that'd be that'd be nice seeing a movie from a villain's perspective. A, a hero comic book movie from a villain's perspective. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now on to listener Daniel. And uh, he says he wants to start off. The last decade has been awesome for comic book lovers as far as movies. I would, I would definitely agree with that. And uh, yeah, I could only dream of getting to see what people are complaining about now. It's like, yeah, everybody's so spoiled now with all these things. Eight movies a year. Back then we had like Superman came out in 78, yeah. Batman in 89. Yeah. yeah, Superman 1, Superman 2, and then let's forget the rest. It was like Blade in 96 or something like that. And that wasn't even – people didn't even know that was a comic book movie. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a little time there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, his uh, number five for comic book characters that deserve movies, Gambit. There you go. Oh, Bone. Number four is Bone. I forgot about this guy. It's also a cover that I saw. I wasn't scared of, but it didn't really seem like my cup of tea. I should probably go back and read Bone. Uh, number three is Doom Patrol. You guys know that one? No. Heard of it. Never read it. Hmm. Number two is also the Max, and number one Sandman. Look at that! Uh, I do remember the Max. They made an animated show out of that. Oh, that's right. MTV, I think. Yeah, I remember being pretty cool. Mhm. I should go back and watch those. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Thanks, guys. Yep. Keep chiming in. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah, and be like Daniel. Be like Joe. Tell us with your thoughts. Right. And I'm sorry, Daniel, about the Nashville Predators. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's cover that in... Oh, Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Penguins win. They win Stanley's Cup. They're oh, the yes, first they their first team to win, what, consecutive cups? Right? Did they win last year? Yes. Oh, but sorry. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff sounds super thrilled about that one. Yeah. Well, first time since... The lockout era, which is 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah, teams, the Canadians won a bunch in a row. The Oilers won a bunch in a row. The Islanders won. Like, they won, like, four in a row. So, yeah, it's happened before. But not since... Jesus, when, when, when were the Islanders? <laughs> yeah, the 80, they 80 thirsty, through 84. Thirsty Islanders? No, but that's how we got our name. Whoa! <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it seems like uh, P.K. Saban... Suban... All- was, oh, I thought he was the guy that uh, founded Saban Entertainment. No, that was that was Haim Saban. Oh, must have been brothers. Anyways, he almost had a goal when he passed it to Colt Sizens. <laughs> but it hit it hit the post. Probably because wow. that one coach from Iceland hit him in the back of the knee right when he was going to shoot it, and yep, they could have won it, but then they didn't. Also, there's a bit of controversy because I guess there was an early whistle on one of the first goals. 
I didn't watch a lot of the game today, so I can't. I don't know. I can't answer that. Probably. Oh, okay. Sounds like something happens in hockey. The referee blows it too soon and the puck goes in. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable. I think that's what happened. And so the Pengies, Penguins, probably could have uh, uh, not won it had that happened. But the Penguins the penguins. won. <laughs> the Penguins. The Penguins. Yeah, I, I guess congrats to our Pittsburgh fans if we have any out there. And uh, congrats to Nashville, man. You guys showed you guys are awesome hockey town. And that was really cool to see this year. So yeah, man. Keep it up. Just not when you're playing against the Ducks. <laughs> or the, the Ducks. But the Kings, I'll, I'll take exception to. Ducks, you can do whatever you need to do. Go, Ducks. Like me. The Kings. Knuckle puck time, baby. Speaking of, speaking of the Penguins, uh, everybody do yourself a favor and Google Benedict Cumberbatch can't say penguin. <laughs> Penguin. Penguins. For whatever reason, he, he, he was narrating a nature documentary and was unable to say the word penguin. Penguins. Oh, man, they should replace him in Freeman with him and watch the penguins. Penguins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it, Alex? Yep, that's it. That's All sports. Right. Time for Niam News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, I actually have quite a bit of news this week. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> well, fine. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Real quick. Let's move along here. All right, keep this quick. Uh, some sad news to start with. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, not not the original Batman, but the the first one to really take off with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam West passed away this week after a short battle with leukemia. Um, he was 88. 88. Uh, really, really sad. But you know, he was the first the first Batman in that series. And I remember watching that as a kid. Even though yeah. the show came out in the '60s, uh, and he kind of set the tone for for what people thought of his comics, for better or for worse, for decades because of that show. Um, yeah, I always think of things like the the Batusi and the the Batman movie that they made. Uh, so, R.I.P. Adam West, Mayor of Quahog, uh, Adam West, Quahog. yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. played himself, Adam West. <laughs> Well, as, a, as a kid, you didn't recognize the camp. It was just Batman. Yeah, yeah that's like, yeah. That's was as a kid. It was great. Like the parents and the older people got the jokes, but the kids, was, that's fucking Batman and Robin. That's awesome. How is a sparrow like a machine gun, old chum? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. the movie's awesome. I watch. It's on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch Batman and Robin the movie. Or I don't know what it's called. But... It's just Batman the movie. Okay, Batman the movie. It's on Netflix. It's <laughs> the whole first scene with the spotlight is like to the lovers of justice and blah, 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 this and that. Oh, it's so perfect. Yeah, and the shark repellent. <laughs> the bat shark repellent. Oh, God. The dolphin that saves them. <laughs> yes. Selfless uh... porpoise gave its life. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get rid of a bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Adam uh... West. Lee Merriweather. Eartha Kitt. All right, so... Burt yeah. Ward. <laughs> Burt Ward. I heard that guy was packing. New uh, Real quick on Wonder Woman. Uh, Gal Gadot supposedly has extended her contract beyond three movies, which oh. I'm assuming were Batman v Superman, this, and the Justice League. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer that they're going to want to do a sequel because it crushed the box office. Yep. Um... Patty Jenkins, on the other hand, 
had not signed on for more than one movie, but uh, allegedly has expressed interest in directing the next one. Um, oh, she has them where she wants them right now. Yeah, yeah, I bet she does. She'll she'll get the money. Yeah, uh, and then they they there was some uh, details about the sequel for for Wonder Woman, and supposedly I'm kind of using the word supposedly not today. Uh, supposedly, uh, Buttercup uh, was back, so they would probably maybe see some more on the island. Uh, My little Buttercup. <laughs> Um, so yeah, more of that, and then uh, keep, the, keep the comic book train running. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Panther trailer came out. Oh, damn. It looks pretty cool. Uh, it's still weird to see a non-CGI Andy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> you think they could do CGI just by looking at him, but nope, that's really him. Yeah, you've got Michael B. Jordan as the bad guy, so look forward to that. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Uh, Martin Freeman returns as the the stupid chief, basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they showed uh, a lot more of um, Wakanda, and it looks pretty awesome. cool. Dude, sweet. Yeah, and more of him in the suit and stuff. And yeah, it, I it, thought the trailer was kind of meh. I'm still going to be there opening night, but the trailer didn't really impress me. But I was thinking that more than any of the other like Avengers, he's like the closest to Batman. But we'll go on that another time. Where he's just rich, he's got the gadgets and the training. That's Iron Man. That's Tony Stark. Well, no, Tony Stark has a suit. He's also rich. Oh, Batman doesn't Black have a suit? Man. Black Panther has a suit. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's, it's it, like all of his fighting is in the suit, is the suit though. Uh, yeah, Panther's like trained as a warrior. Like, yes. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, anyway, well, we, we can expound upon that at a later date. Um, no, no. <laughs> so, so the thing... The thing now is for all these movie studios to set up these extended universe um, series. So we've got the the monster movies, but there's two separate ones. So it's kind of hard not to get them confused. Uh, there's The Mummy, which actually did not do well from what I hear. Uh, <laughs> its score is not doing well on Rotten Tomatoes, I'll tell you that. I forget that's like the the monster universe or whatever the hell it's called. And then, But then there's like another one that's like the dark universe, and that's Godzilla. Um, so the new Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters... I um, was added a couple people. Zhi um, Zhang uh, is signed on, and that's cool. I mm-hmm. always really liked her, and she hasn't been in a whole lot um, for like a decade. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and then Bradley Whitford, uh, one of my favorite character actors, um, was also signed on. So just some quick news there. Look forward to seeing Zhi Zhi Zhang uh, again. Say that again. Zhi Zhang. All right. So I just yeah. looked. The, the Mummy uh, made $32 million this week, and not even number one. Wonder Woman had 57 Yeah. Yeah, it, Wonder Woman's doing so, well. Yeah, well, and that, and The Mummy's not doing well at all, so. What is it, at like 17 Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> scores are one thing. Like, Transformers movies get terrible scores, but they still make billions of dollars. This oh, thing's not doing anything, it looks like. Which is kind of a shame, but Tom Cruise usually makes good movies, but nah. Yeah. And then uh, moving on to the video games, uh, we'll probably have more news next week with E3. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a couple days away. Uh, but I guess Microsoft did their pre-show today. Um, I only caught the last part of it because I was flipping around on the TV channels. And uh, they've officially announced Project Scorpio, uh, or what they've called Project Scorpio. Scorpio? Totally mad. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Doomsday device. 
but now, yes, they've officially announced the Xbox One X. Jesus Christ. Uh, which will be just this beast of a machine. Costs $500. Comes out November 7th. Uh, but the idea is that any game that supports it will be able to run in 4K. HDR. 4K, 4K no. 4K no. 4K no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 4K. Um, they also announced that they're expanding their backwards compatibility so that uh, Xbox, original Xbox games, will play on the Xbox One. Uh, if you what happen to have one of those. Or any That's of those. That's a thing. Oh, on, but on the disc, right? I mean, you could download some. Oh, like I put my Gears of War disc in my Xbox One and I can play it. Is that on the 360, though? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the original Xbox. Oh, original Xbox. Yeah, a giant, oh, okay. giant controller Xbox. Oh, okay. So they're talking about getting some of those games on there. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been... I played like older Mass Effects on uh, my 360 or on my Xbox One, mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool. And then uh, find so, sorry, go ahead. Wait, yeah, this with this new Xbox thing. So their new thing they're saying is they're kind of done with new consoles in the sense that from now on they're just going to keep upgrading and <sighs> the games. That's their theory, right? That's what they've so, been saying. So so this is this is what I think is going to happen is um, Sony already did their kind of version of this called the Pro. Um, and now Microsoft has theirs, the Xbox One X. Now, the next time around, we'll see a bump. Um, it just makes sense from a marketing standpoint to do the brand new thing. Um, I think it would be cool to just keep the same kind of architecture here, keep the continuity going for developers and for consumers, but there's probably more money to be had in developing and releasing a brand new machine. Yes. And I bet, I bet you anything Sony is going to have a PS5 um, within the next couple of years, or at least announce something about it, which will basically force Microsoft to rebrand again. Um, although, you know, they don't have to. They could do the Xbox One... I, I don't know, yeah, double X. <laughs> uh, you, you know, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, these things are basically, like, PCs now. Yeah, so there's no reason you have to buy new controllers, which... Like you said, it makes sense for them that they want to get money grab, but they don't need to do it. So, yeah. All right. Um, I just know five hundred. It's pretty steep for me. Uh, yeah. Unless I don't even have a four K TV, so that's like <laughs> it's a shitload of money for for something that I probably wouldn't get. The but you out. also have a PS Four and an Xbox and a Switch, Switch. don't you? Yes. Yeah. So you're I fine. A horror. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I should be able to find something to keep me busy. Uh, but anyways, that's that's my news. Uh, oh, no, sorry, one more thing. Uh, at the very end of the Xbox conference, they announced the new Bioware IP, the brand new IP that isn't uh, Mass Effect, that isn't Dragon Age. Um, it's called Anthem. And it basically looks like Destiny, but way fucking cooler. <laughs> it's basically How dare you, sir. like online, like MMO action-based you're in these like robot suits, and it looked pretty damn cool. Uh, if anybody wants to check that out, um, they had uh, a teaser trailer and an actual gameplay trailer that was like ten minutes long. Uh, but I recommend looking at it. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's my news. Jeff, did you have anything to add? Um, just one thing. I uh, Gotham ended, and the bat is here. It ends. Spoiler alert. 
he is dressed in black and he stops some muggers. And I guess next season they're calling like Batman Year Zero. So, does he do like Daredevil and just wears like a stupid outfit until he finally gets the suit figured out? Well, in this episode, yeah, he's wearing something like yeah, Daredevil esque Spider Man first couple nights out. Yes. Yeah, it's like a it's like a long jacket and kind of like how Batman Begins he does at the very beginning. So yeah, that's he's, true. Uh, like that, so yeah, it's a weird way of getting there. They kind of Raz al Ghul's been announced or he's been his name has been mentioned now and stuff so we'll see catwoman got her whip they're starting i think they're kind of i think they're on their last legs or moving to a new night next week so uh, next year so i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but maybe it's the last ditch effort well we'll fucking put batman in the goddamn show (laughs) (laughs) that's what they're doing but i was happy when i saw that and uh yeah better call Saul. still good watch it folks i think there's one or two more episodes left so and then just the wait for Game of Thrones. That's all I got. Alex, you got anything? Nope. All right, then what are we going to be talking about next week, Alex? In the light of E3 coming up this week, we will be talking about Super Mario Brothers and our favorite moments of the whole pantheon of Mario Brothers. Or just Mario. Or just Mario. But Luigi's a better brother. We all know it. <laughs> Mario! And the crossover topic? Crossover topic is your top five favorite brothers in all of entertainment. Real or fictional? Alright. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tsukapatero! It's me. It's Mario. Okay. Woohoo! We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.